Hello and welcome back to the Don't Read Into It podcast. This is the second time I'm recording this episode. <sighs> Last night I recorded this episode at about 2 in the morning and then I learned that I was too close to the mic and that the mic level was too high to be that close to it. And so the audio was like ear, you know what, audio. And so I had to redo it and now here we are. Recording it again, and I thought it was a good episode, but um, we have to do it again. So just getting right back into things, um, episode ten and a half never happened. Um, if you listen to it and you see it, I'm going to hypnotize you into thinking it never happened. It never happened. It never happened. See, if I say it enough times, you'll you'll know that episode ten and a half doesn't count. However. In all seriousness, um, anything that I said in episode ten and a half, uh, no longer, no longer accounts for me. It no longer uh, applies to me, rather. And uh, I'll start out this episode with story time, and it's a story time that I'm comfortable with talking about now. At the time, I was kind of pissed about it, but now I'm fine. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it, and I'm gonna stay away from profanity this whole episode because I'm talking about this. Um, so it, I won't use, like, any names or anything specific. If you know me, you know this, but, um, basically, the person I was talking about in Ten and a Half, I did not impress, and you, you are smart people. I don't let idiots listen to my podcast, so y'all know this. Basically, the, the people that you have to impress when you're in a relationship, um, didn't like me for a number of reasons, uh... Whether it be, well, I'm saying whether it be, it was, what they said was my hair, my major, what I wore, um, what my job is, uh, which is KNTU and NT Daily, um, my inability to, well, their belief that I had an inability to do certain things, um, but if you take a look back, and I've talked about this with my family, and I've talked about it with friends, if you take a look back and look at what they were actually looking for, it's that I'm not a white male. Um, I'm half Filipino, half white. I do not look white. I have a dark complexion, and they didn't really like that. And so I was kind of ostracized from the relationship I was in and that family, which is fine. And there was this whole thing where uh, I did mention something about race on Twitter. And they tried to, like, take up for themselves. But it's not anything that's a big deal to me. I don't want to have any problems. But in the bottom of all of our hearts, in my family's heart, and in everyone else's heart, we know it was race-related. And it's just unfortunate that in 2021, uh, there are people that still look at race when determining who their daughter can date or what character a person has and it's not right um it's I've talked about it with my parents a lot my mom is really upset about it but um I just want to say that like in the future uh, because I, I want kids in the future if and you know obviously the wife I have in the future won't be racially biased um when I have kids I don't care what the race is of whoever they bring home because that's just not right and it shouldn't ever be accounted for that type of thing. 
and I'm just going to trust my kids to make the correct decisions because that's kind of what my parents have taught me. Um, I've grown up in a mixed race household. My mother is completely white. My dad is like 90% Filipino. So I've just never grown up in a house where racial bias was even a thing or the, or them judging someone that I'm dating was a thing. Yes, they have judged some of the girls I've dated, but it was not because of their race. Because most, <laughs> Never mind, but um, it wasn't because of their race. It was because certain other things. But um, I think that it's wrong, and I would think the majority of people think it's wrong, but sometimes you're going to find that minority of people that still have these 50s beliefs, these outdated beliefs, and want to control their children into being with who they want, who what they're scared of. Because really all of this stems, all of the racism that I've experienced, which is the first time in my life something like this has happened. I've had the privilege of, you know, having to wait 19 years for something racial to really affect me. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so sorry to the people around the world and country that have to experience that kind of stuff on a more, you know, consistent basis. But um, it's not right, like I said. And I just want to say, and just my final thoughts on this, if that's what it is, if you know, if you're a kid listening to this or anything, and you know people that you look up to, it could be your parents, it could be your older siblings, it can be anybody you're close to, and you notice that they are doing things that you know are wrong, that you know are 100% wrong, then get rid of them. Get rid of them from your life. If you can, obviously. But it's important not to be influenced by these things because that's how racism continues. Because these kids, they learn it at home and then they bring it out to the world and then they teach it to their kids and it's just kind of a never-ending cycle that doesn't stop. So I encourage everyone to, you know look past color-based biases. It's not fair. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to the countless other people that have to experience racism every day of any race. It's not right. And I just want to say that um, it's not right. I, I didn't deserve it and nobody deserves it. So... Just kind of wrapping that up. I'm not going to get into more detail because honestly, I don't want to give these people power and I don't want them to think that it's bothering me because it's not but I just I just needed to mention that because of the contents of last episode and just kind of talk about it and that brings me to uh, the top read tip this week which is be yourself it doesn't matter what the people over you think if it's negative try to be yourself no matter what and that is your top read tip and yeah, I'm going to go ahead and move on. I hate to have like such a serious beginning because this show is rarely serious, but I'm going to go ahead and move on to my next topic, which is my arguments on Twitter, <laughs> which is something I, I say I'm annoyed by everything on Twitter, but um, I thoroughly enjoy arguing on Twitter because... I think everyone does, really. I mean, if somebody says they don't like arguing on social media, they're absolutely lying. Absolutely. So, here's just a little a little taste of an argument on Twitter. 
and this is the age-old argument on my second account because on my NT Daily account, well, my official account that I use for NT Daily stuff, we kind of have to keep like a calmed down social media presence, but on my alternate account, I say whatever I want. So, I I once responded to a K-pop tweet, and it was nothing bad. It was nothing bad. It was a response to this streamer named A100T Frost. He's cool. I like him. And he tweeted out during COVID, like big COVID times last year, that if BTS got COVID, their fan base would have a cure in two weeks. Um, and apparently a lot of K-pop fans saw this as xenophobic, and that confused me, because I don't, I don't know why that would be xenophobic, I think that was just more complimentary towards BTS's fan base being so, in, you know, involved, involved with their, with their, um, group, with their people. And so I, I went in there, and keep in mind, I'm AAPI. I went in there and responded to some people. I'm like, listen, listen, I'm a member of AAPI, which is Asian American Pacific Islander. Um, and I'm, I'm just confused. Like, hey, and it wasn't disrespectful. I was like, I would genuinely like to know why you find this offensive. And some K-pop people were like, I cannot believe as an Asian you'd say that. First of all, like most of them said that. And then they gave me their reasons, but they still didn't add up. It was like, because he's telling them that they deserve to get COVID. I'm like, no, he's not. He's not. But, I mean, I don't think he was at all, personally. But the K-pop stands will believe whatever they want. And then they, there were, like, intelligible conversations that I enjoyed having and, like, learning some insight. And then there were, like, people that just send the gifs of a K-pop star dancing and going... <laughs> and, and going like, look at this loser or something. I don't know what they call them. I think it's local. Yeah, they call them locals. They're like, they're like, look at this local. And then when I don't respond, they're like, see, he didn't even respond. And it's like, uh, what? How do I respond to a GIF and being called a local? But yeah, I think it was kind of fun, but that's the worst argument on Twitter I ever got. And not because of it, it was super bad. It's because when you piss off one K-pop member, like K-pop stan, 58 others come to their side and are like roasting you for millions of different things when no one really knows what they're talking about, kind of. It's just kind of um, enigmatic comments that mean nothing. So you can't really have an argument, but it was just entertaining in the fact that I mean, I had the conversation at like 10 p.m. in March, so I was just chilling in my gen in my dorm. I fall asleep, I wake up, and I have 245 notifications of just straight K-pop people arguing with me. <laughs> and I was like, "What in the hell? Oh my god!" And so I just ignored it for now. That from there on out, and man, I learned my lesson: do not mess with K-pop. And I'm not even gonna put anything about k-pop in my description or title of this podcast because if i do i i mean the s is gonna hit the fan let's be real these people are crazy man they're crazy about it and i mean shout out to them being passionate about anything is awesome but holy moly 
You can't say anything complimentary. You can't say anything good. You can't say anything bad about BTS because these people will come at you and call you racist and xenophobic out of nowhere. Even if you are AAPI. But it's fine. It is what it is. But yeah, that's a little bit of insight to my Twitter life. And speaking of Twitter, I was talking about the Rangers a lot, lady. Lately. <laughs> I was... I meant lately. I've been talking about the Rangers a lot lately. And so I'm going to go ahead and segue into that. The Rangers have lost two straight games to the Minnesota Twins. And the most painful part is that it's painfully, painfully close games. 3-2 to two tonight. And then it was 7-4. to four, 5 yesterday. We scored a run in the 10th. Extra inning game. Tied 4-4 four to four going into the... Or tied... Pardon me. Tied 5-5 five to five going into the... Or no, I'm stupid. It was tied 4-4. Four to four. Tied 4-4 four to four going into the bottom of the ninth. We couldn't get the run then in extra innings. Twins scored three runs on Josh Spores. And let me get this straight. I think Josh Spores has talent. I think Josh Spores is probably a very, very nice guy. Josh Spores does not need to be a major league player right now. And I am begging for a DFA, please. Designate him for assignment if he looks good in round rock call him back but right now he's just a walking earned run and it's bad it's real bad unfortunately for him and um i'm like i said i'm sure he's a nice guy but when's the josh spores experience going to be over because he just keeps coming in and he keeps looking bad and he just he's lost us three games in the last two weeks and it's it's getting old, and sometimes you just don't have it right now, and he, he doesn't have it right now. I mean, that's all there is to it, and that's fine. Every pitcher hits their stride, and it seems like Josh Boris has hit his at the moment. He's a young guy. Send him down, let him pitch a few innings, then bring him back and see if he can be productive. But he's not productive right now. He does not look good, and that's really my only Rangers thought today. Please DFA Josh Spores. And just staying on the topic of baseball and kind of going to our next topic, I want to talk about my favorite player from each sport, and I will give reasons why I love them. Starting off with baseball, my favorite player right now, and this is very basic, I know, Fernando Tatis Jr. You cannot dislike Fernando Tatis Jr. The man is definitely the new face of baseball. He's the cover of MLB The Show 21. Um... He's the most electric player to watch. I know that those defensive errors look really bad, but he can still make plays on defense that others just simply can't. And the bat speed and the watching the home runs and the stutter step at third after home runs on the trot, the guy is electric. And I love watching Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm kind of sad the Padres have him locked up because I'd love to see him in Texas as if that would ever happen, but it would be nice if it did. But yeah, I would. I just really, really admire Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he's really come into his own. That entire Padres team is fun, but Tatis is definitely the leader of that team, and he's fun, man. So that's my favorite baseball player. And moving on to football, my favorite player is Sam Ellinger. Of course, served four years as the Texas quarterback, endeared himself to the fans. I love the guy. Uh, there's times that it was Sam Ellinger versus everyone. At some points, I mean, all of us remember the four-overtime game at Oklahoma last year. And, of course, that's a game that Texas lost. But us as Texas fans, that really just showed it. And Oklahoma fans as well. I actually saw them give credit. Just kind of said that, geez, Sam Ellinger's the real deal. I mean, he will try on the field when no one else will. He will give it his all when no one else will. And 
it's it's really admirable and I'm not gonna lie when he did his leaving Texas video I did shed a tear I love that guy I love Sam Ellinger so much and I am begging the Colts to give him a chance just give him a chance I know that a lot of people hate on him and say that he's not a real quarterback but just give him a chance see what he can do I think he if he can improve the deep ball, he'll look good in the NFL. And at least, maybe not start, but he could be a backup like Colt McCoy has been for the last few years. And that's really all I got to say about Sam Ellinger. Uh, pray for his family, of course. Jake Ellinger died last month. Awful. And uh, just thoughts out there to the Ellinger family. Um, it's tough one I know that's a tough one so condolences to them and moving on to the sport of hockey I I know nothing about hockey I'm not going to pretend like I do my favorite player in hockey is uh Jamie Benn because he's a Dallas star I think yeah he's still a Dallas star probably so Jamie Benn shout out to you I don't know what position you play but I've seen your jersey at, at school on campus so Shout out to you, Jamie. I'm sure you're a you're a fun guy. Maybe someone that listens to this can tell me a little bit more about hockey. And now moving on to basketball, my favorite player at the moment is Joel Embiid. I just like him. I think he's a funny guy. Uh, very talented. The, definitely the defining center of the league right now. He's. Dis- I know a lot of people will say Nikola Jokic, but I I think when I think who started this new kind of athletic shooting center archetype, it's it's Joel Embiid. I think he's forced a switch in the game, and he's electric to watch. He's super funny on social media. He's got a lot of personality. And, man, I wouldn't want to face him. He is a large human being. And finally, excuse me, for soccer, it's Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yes, I know, really bad season last year. He'll bounce back. It will be fun. He'll bounce back. The Arsenal captain, Pierre, will bounce back, and he'll have a great season next year, probably. Regardless of what he does, he'll still be my favorite soccer player. So shout out to my boy, Pierre. Please improve next year. And that goes for all of Arsenal. Please, for the love of God, improve. But yeah, I, I'm done with that section um i'm not gonna name any other sports i guess golf jordan spieth uh there we go i think i've covered all of the bases you could so i'm gonna go ahead and move on and this isn't gonna be a super long episode so we're kind of getting towards the final stretch here but i do want to talk about my youtube channel it is um I always forget my YouTube channel name because I it was originally named uh, Don't Read Into It, like the podcast, but I wanted to switch it up. So I I changed it to something else, and I forget what it's called. It's Things to Read Into. Stylized is Things to, and then my name, R-E-E-D, Into. So it's the same pun, but the opposite effect. I do like... I've made one video which I enjoyed making thoroughly. It's called The Sand Analysis. Uh, Basically, I analyze different sand and dirt from a bunch of stadiums, softball ballparks predominantly, and uh, gave them grades out of 10 to varying degrees of grading. Uh, 
So I, I did make that video, and it was a it was a fun one to make. Um, it was an inside joke with NT Daily because I um, made a spelling error when I was reporting softball last year, where I said update sand analysis, and so I actually did sand analysis. I actually analyzed dirt. It was about three minutes long. It took me all night to do because of the editing, and I had just had a blast doing it. And that's the only video up. I have a few more videos planned. I don't want to spoil it on the podcast, so just look out for those when it comes out. And just going on to this kind of billboard-type section of the podcast, uh, I also have recorded an episode since this one, obviously the one I recorded yesterday night, which was scrapped. But I was in Waco for a week last week, and my computer turned off nice. I was in Waco for a week last week, and... um, Doing that, I wanted to get a guest on there, and I think the convenient guest is when in Waco, I talked to my sister Jordan. And so I got my oldest sister Jordan on the podcast. We had a nice conversation. I still have to edit it down. It was supposed to be episode 11, but it's going to take a while to edit because me and Jordan both enjoy having jobs. And we fear that, <laughs> and we fear that um, some of the things we said, and we didn't say anything super bad, so don't put that in your mind, but... Some of the things we said were just, like, when me and Jordan get around each other, we say, like, outrageous things. Some of them are a little outrageous to put on the internet, and they're not bad or, like, any anything like you're thinking right now wouldn't get us canceled. But it's just kind of things that you don't want to put on the internet just in case. And so once I get edited down, once I edit that one down, that will probably be episode 12. And then after that, we'll look forward to getting more guests. I want to get my older sister, Harper in it because I got my oldest sister Jordan in the podcast and so I think um Harper would be a good option um me and one of my uh well yeah yeah friends uh we're kind of talking about it she has a YouTube channel and she would be an interesting person to like bring on because I can talk to her all the time like she's so fun to talk to my, my friend um she she was talking about doing a, a detective episode where we like look at different cases that would be fun then we'd be actually reading into cases, and that would be interesting. And plus, she has a YouTube channel, so we'd get some insight on that, and maybe I'd actually record that one. But, um, that's about it for this week. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to leave a rating. I always forget to say that. I'm on Apple now. So if you want to leave a rating, please, please do. Five stars would be especially awesome. Four stars would be, let's see... Let me find the right words here. If you, I'll say what Bomani Jones says. Anything less than five stars, I am inclined to believe you are a hater. Shout out to The Right Time with Bomani Jones. That is a great podcast. Love Bomani. And that's about it I have for this week. Wherever you are in the world, whatever time of the day you are at, at the moment, please, I encourage you to have a great day.